This is the Austin Life Church podcast. For more information, please visit us at austinlifechurch.com. All right, let's uh, let's let's jump in. Uh, Galatians chapter two, I think, is where we're going to be. You may be wondering, Corey, why Galatians? Why not Acts? Um, and it's because you see, we had a sermon ready to go, and and Mike came over as is our typical fashion, and he set it up to record. And I preached the sermon, um, and then Mike got home and was going to edit it. And, and apparently what happened with the sermon is that the, the gigabots left their planet and came to infiltrate ours, and they nestled themselves inside the, the file of our sermon and just corrupted it. I think that's the technical um, description of what happens when a file gets corrupted, is the, gig, the gigabots. Um, they, they do the corruption. Uh, so the sermon was no bueno, no good. Couldn't hear anything. And so um, I told Mike, cool, no big deal. We'll just preach it again next week. Um, and I set up this little tripod, and um, now we're doing a little home, uh, home Devo. Not really a sermon. Um, so as I was sitting there then thinking, I was like, okay, God, what blank canvas, what do you, what do you, want, um, what do you want me to say? What are, you, what are you pressing on me? Um, what are you pressing on our church? And Galatians 2. That's where, that's where I just... That's where I, Galatians 2.20. So if you have a Bible, turn to Galatians 2.20. Paul um, is writing to the church in Galatia. And they're having a debate. There's, uh, there's controversy at the church there because they're wondering, you know, am I saved by faith alone? Do I need to, to do these other actions? Do I need to, um, you know, become religious in order to be saved? Uh, and what the Bible teaches is that uh, we're, we're saved by the work of Jesus alone, not by our religious action, not by our... Um, obedience not but we're saved by Jesus alone and our trust fully in him it's it's us letting go and and it's kind of the trust fall have you ever done the trust fall where you, you stand up um, on on a uh, let's see I could stand up on the stool right here you stand up and then no that's gonna go bad um, the trust fall where you stand up and you fall backwards and people catch you at some point you've just gotta you've just gotta trust uh, my, my apologies for, for what, that's what happens when things just go live. You just end up standing on a bench. Um, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking. It was not good. But uh, at some point in the trust fall, um, you've just got to let go of your own control and, and, and fall backwards and trust that people will catch you. And that's what, that's what faith is in Jesus. It is, I can't save myself. I can't do the works. I can't. Like, that's not going to save me. I'm trusting that Jesus alone, everything he did, will save me. That he, he lived and died and rose. And that is the work needed to, to remove my sin and bring me into a life of righteousness. And I trust that. And I'm in. I'm trusting that fully. 
And, and that's how we, we are saved. It's by faith, not by our works. And then once we are saved and made new, then works follow. The works become the evidence that new faith was there. The works become um, fruit, as the Bible says, of a new, a new tree, a new creation in Christ. Um, but it, it's not what saves us. And so that's the, the controversy happening in Galatia. And Paul then says in verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So Paul's talking about this former way of living. And he says, that way has been crucified. It's dead. The, the way of, of works, the way of sin, the way of uh, trusting in myself and doing enough and going my own way, it is dead it has been crucified along with Christ. Uh, in Colossians, um, the Bible says that Jesus paid our debt, that, he, that our record of debt against him, our record of sin, the, the full list was nailed to the cross with him. And so Paul is saying, I have been crucified with Christ, that, that my old self, the old way of living, the way of living in my own strength and my own way where I ultimately am God has been crucified along with with Christ. But he's talking to the people obviously very alive, physically alive. And so he says, it is no longer I who live. The life he now lives is not himself and in his own strength, in his own way. It is Christ living in him. So you may ask, what does that mean? Well, well, Jesus, he died on the cross. He was crucified, but he didn't stay dead. He rose from the dead. And so the fact that Jesus is alive is what gives Paul a new spiritual life. And so he says, my old self, my old spiritual self is dead, crucified. I've been given a new life along with Jesus' resurrection. The same way that Jesus raised, I am raised to live a new life. It is not I who live, but he who lives in me. The life I live today in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul's, Paul's telling these Galatians and he's telling us, hey, we are not saved by works, we're saved by faith, by Jesus alone. And when we trust him, we're united to him. His death, our old self is, is dead and buried with him. And his life gives us a new spiritual life. We're a new creation enabled and empowered to go and to live like Jesus. We have what we need by Him in me. And so I've just been thinking a lot about new life and what does that look like and how, how does that play out in our lives? You know, well, are, are we living that way? Are we living new life? Are we living as Christ in me? And, and I just love this thought, this surrender of it's, it's I'm not my own. It's not me. I'm not, I'm not my own. Um, it's Christ in me. And the motivation for why, for why, for why we'll trust him and why we'll devote our lives to him is that he loved me and gave himself up for me. That Christ, the king of the world, God of this world, um, left heaven, forfeited his rights, Can we just stop for that for a second with that? You know, I think 
I think one of the places where we hold so tightly to our way is in an area where we feel we deserve something. I'm owed this. I'm owed this right. You know, um, and Jesus had every right, and yet he willingly laid them down in order to lift us up. Jesus is our, he is our answer. He is our hope. He's how we are saved. And it's by knowing him and walking deeper in a relationship with him that we grow in him and our faith is strengthened. And this is what Paul is saying. It's not me anymore. I'm not living. It's Jesus who lives in me. And I give my life to him. I live my life today, the life in the flesh, in him, by faith in him, the one who loved me and gave himself for me. Life in Jesus is the way that we are saved and is the way that we grow in our faith. It's the way that we walk in abundant life. And I think sometimes we, we might cognitively know that, but then we just don't feel it. and It's just not registering um, beyond understanding what the words say. And so my, my encouragement to you, nothing changes if nothing changes. I read that quote on a pair of workout shorts. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, if we want to grow in faith, if we want to grow in living life for Jesus, nothing's going to change if, if, if nothing changes. Um, I just want to encourage you the best thing, the first thing to change is time with Him. Reading, listening, and waiting on Him. Um, it's crazy how much more time I think we have right now, and yet uh, we still struggle to wait and spend that time with him. Uh, Travis Adcox mentioned this in our uh, video back in a few weeks ago, um, the Austin Life Show, whatever it's, we're calling it. Um, he just talked about how like he, he used to make excuses for why he doesn't spend as much time you know, in the Word and with the Lord because he was too busy, he had so much going on. And he's like, I'm not too busy now, and I'm still making excuses. So it wasn't so much the time, it was just his own making of excuses. Um, and, and I thought that was really insightful. Um, nothing changes if nothing changes. Look, if we want to grow in our faith, if we want to reflect Christ, if we want to see um, people around us come to know him, if we want to know the Bible more, if like, then, then we've got to put some changes in place. We've got to start taking some, some new steps. Um, and, and so... My encouragement, if, if your motivation is not Christ so much, if, if it just seems to be waning and, and weak, um, read, listen, and wait. Uh, read His Word, listen to, to His voice, and wait. Don't rush through it. It's going to take time and it's going to be hard because we're so antsy and eager to move on. Wait. Wait in the Lord. Sit. Be still. Um, let Him speak to you. That's, that's, that's things that we can do on our own. Um, and then I'd encourage you to be in community. Have a discipleship group. Talk with people. Read, listen, wait, and then get together with friends and talk about what happened in that time with them. Tell them how it was good, how it was bad. Be honest. This made sense. This didn't make sense. I don't like this. Um, talk it out with other people. Those are some of the best ways that we can grow. Um, we're, we're working on something, and I don't know if this name will stick, but we're calling it the Practices of Purpose. Uh, it's stemmed out of a book uh, called The Common Rule. 
And, and we're just trying to think through what are those tangible practices that we can incorporate in our lives that we believe will help shape us to be men and women who love God and love others. Uh, and so um, these, are, these are some of them, um, you know, spending time in the Word, praying, uh, solid, you know, kind of, you know, waiting on the Lord, getting away, putting stuff away so we can be focused, and, and spending time with others in honest conversation. Uh, so if you're looking for something practical today, if, if you want to read Galatians 2.20 and you want this life to be yours, um, then, then we, have to, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. We have to, that was the motivator for Paul, was, was Jesus. And so we've got to fix our eyes on him, read, listen, wait, and then talk about it with friends. Um, so I guess it's four words, read, listen, wait, talk. Uh, that, that's... One of the most practical and encouraging, I mean, encouragements I could give you is for that. Um, I want to pray for you guys, um, for us, and then um, we'll continue worship uh, through song. God, thank you for, um, thank you for doing your work in us, regardless of our plans, God. Um, you don't need a sermon to accomplish your purpose. You don't need what we thought was the way for things to go to get your job done. You use us and you invite us to be faithful um, to you and, and you take care of everything from there. Um, so God, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I rest in that today. Uh, speak to us. Um, compel us. Uh, motivate us to, to read your word, to listen to your voice, to wait on you, and then to talk about it with friends. We love you. It's in Jesus we pray. Thanks for tuning in to the Austin Life Church Podcast. To help support us, please take a second to rate and review us on iTunes and visit us at austinlifechurch.com.